0: Good evening and welcome to Tuesday Night Live, the midweek Bible study for Bright Temple Church of God in Christ. I pray that each of you are blessed this evening as this message reaches you. For those of you who are streaming, may God's favor be upon you as we Attempt to share God's word in a way that you will be blessed and encouraged of him. May, May I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day, for this time, for this season, for your people who are listening to this message. May they be encouraged and directed and given instruction even by your word. May it push them along the path of promise that you have envisioned for them. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. And God bless you. We're going quickly to the word of the Lord, and we will be in Isaiah on this evening. We're looking at Isaiah chapter six, and we're going to look at verse one and also verse eight. Again, that's Isaiah chapter six. And we're looking at verse one, and we're also going to skip to verse eight. Verse one reads, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up. And his train filled the temple. Also, I, verse 8: Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. I want to share with you this evening from just the thought we've been talking about triggered. That has been our theme for the month of May, and we want to talk about how triggering activates the purpose within. We want to talk about how you being triggered and how that activates something on the inside of you, how it activates your purpose, how the environment itself and even maybe tragedy and and adverse circumstances how, how those emotional things that have occurred to you that may even seem de- devastating have had a role in, in shaping who you are. When I think about... We talked about triggered and we talked about how it activates emotion. And in our current social context, we often think of an event or something we see on the news or something somebody says that triggers an emotional response is often related to a past trauma of ours or even maybe a a shared trauma amongst a group of people. Um, but I've also we also mentioned on Sunday, particularly as we started this series, that triggers simply means activating. It's activating something that's already inside of you. And as it relates to tonight, I want to talk about how some of the things that we have in our life or things that have happened to us or seemingly things that could be devastating to us can trigger or empower us to do greater things. I wanna talk really about if, if our subtext tonight would really be triggered for empowerment. Triggered for empowerment. And those ideas seem seem like they are separate and so diverse from each other. They seem like polar opposites uh, to have an emotional experience, but then at the same time uh, being put along the path of, of destiny and walking inside the power that God has placed inside of us. But I want to let you know that that's often how things happen. Sometimes what we think of as a traumatic event or something that is devastating may be, very be, well be the wake up call that pushes us along the path of God's purpose and leads us and causes us to do what God really desires us to do. And, and what he desires us to do is have an impact a positive impact on the people around us. I'm often inspired by what I see on 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 television. I'm a big fan of ESPN has a series called E60, and it has so many stories where a traumatic event actually empowers somebody to find their destiny and to find their purpose. I've seen so many where there was a young athlete that became a paraplegic and then his father cared for him so dear, so carefully and he was so diligent in his care for him and his assistance that it triggered it it encouraged, it pushed him and propelled him towards what I feel was his destiny as he began to go out and seek money and funds and begin to raise millions of dollars for those who have such injuries. And he began to be such a light, and an example to them, to give them hope and to to provide resources for them that they may not otherwise have. And what happened to him in his life was very traumatic. It was and and an a triggering event. But instead of causing it to causing him to fall or causing him to fail, it actually triggered or lightened, it quickened something on the inside of him. That caused him and pushed him and propelled him towards a very powerful destiny to impact so many more people than he was ready to impact at the time. Which brings us to my which brings us back to our text. When I began God laid that thought in my mind, I couldn't help but think of the prophet Isaiah. And in the text here, where we see when God is quickening or empowering Isaiah, He's uh lighting the fire inside Isaiah. It was in the year that something traumatic to him, somebody meaningful to him died. He had an, an affinity and affection for King Isaiah, but it was upon the death of Isaiah that you might say Isaiah's purpose was quickened, that the fire on the inside of him was lit, that, that his true path of destiny was awakened and opened, and it happened through tragedy. The tragedy that occurred on the outside Triggered or activated the purpose on the inside of Isaiah, because we see that in verse one, the traumatic event occurs. That's when King Uzziah died. And then there later in verse eight, it tells us that that is when Isaiah's eyes were open and his ears were open and he heard the voice of the Lord. And God told him that he had a mission for him, even in the time of tragedy, in a time where he was perplexed and dismayed, even in a time where some people would have said, this is not a good time. Lord, I have just experienced something devastating in my life. I've experienced I'm having an encounter right now that is emotional and and it's too much for me. But in this moment, that's when God spoke to him. And not only did he speak to him to comfort him relative to that devastating situation. But rather, that was the time when God gave Isaiah his assignment. He said, who will I send and who shall go? And Isaiah, even in an emotionally fragile state, even though he had been devastated by the tragedy in his own life, even though he was dealing with the grief of his good friend, that's when God called him and asked him, would he go for him? And Isaiah, heeding the voice of God, said, Lord, here am I. Send me. Here am I. Send me. I want to evoke for a moment that same thought process with you. I want you to consider that what you're going through right now, what you're suffering, even the emotional turmoil and tragedy some of you may have faced. Maybe it was not intended for your downfall, but rather maybe God was using that as a quickening moment to call you towards your purpose to activate that which was already inside of you. Maybe God was trying to show you something through that tragedy. And maybe just maybe he was sending his voice in that moment to see if you were stopped long enough that you were prayerful enough that you were open enough to hear the voice of God and respond like Isaiah, Lord, here am I, send me. God is taking this moment to speak to me. God is using this what seems like a devastating emotional situation that could trigger me in the wrong direction, but rather he's using it to activate the purpose that he's placed in me. God is activating my purpose in this moment. And and, and maybe we can't see it now. And maybe that's something that we need to consider that these moments that we consider are times for us to feel sorry for ourselves or to pity our circumstances. Maybe rather we should open our eyes and our ears and be attentive and clued into the voice of God, because maybe in this moment, that's when God is trying to activate something that is buried so deep in you that it could not be reached until this moment. Maybe it could not be accessed until you wholly and fully committed yourself to God, because sometimes let's be honest, it takes traumatic incidents for us to really fully and wholly turn ourselves to God. It took Paul, and it's not—it's not an indictment upon you. It took Paul uh, on the road uh, to, to Damascus, and when he had to be struck down, and uh, the light had to shine from heaven, and Jesus Himself was speaking to him. It—it it, it took something that powerful. To speak to Paul, remember Moses, Moses had to be pulled aside to a burning bush and he heard the voice from the burning bush that was speaking. And then that was the moment that he really received his call It, it, it took Jonah. Jonah was swallowed by the fish and while he was in the belly of the fish, that's when he recommitted himself to God's purpose and then started running along the path of God's destiny. Sometimes it takes a, a moment, a, a moment that triggers something on the inside of you so deep and so emotional. That it causes you to wholeheartedly turn your face, your mind, your body, your spirit, your ears in the direction of God. And when you do, that's when God is trying to speak to you. Remember, Elijah, he went out to the, the juniper tree and he was about to give up his life. He asked God to take his life and then. God took him to a place where he took him to a cave and he, heard, he experienced the earthquake and and the whirlwind and the fire. But God was not in any of that. But all those traumatic incidents led up to just a still, small voice. And God was in the small voice that was speaking to Elijah. What I'm telling you, something powerful might be swirling around you that engenders an emotional response that triggers something deep on the inside. And I'm telling you, at this moment, don't miss the destiny moment that is happening to you. God is trying to activate something powerful on the inside of you. He's allowing you to be triggered for destiny. He's allowing this moment to get you closer to him because whatever God desires from us and God, he desires that we be successful even here on earth. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. I believe he meant that even here on earth, but even in that abundant life, the, primary goal of God is for us to turn our face and our our lives and our spirits wholeheartedly in his direction and it's only then that we can hear His voice and what the purpose that he has put inside of us can be activated that we can truly be who God desires us to be and what what do I mean by all this? to make it practical some of you may have experienced tragedy in your life maybe you've lost a loved one but maybe you should seek from that what is God? trying to tell me in this moment. I can tell you from my own personal experience of two of the most traumatic things that happened to me, even as a young person and even as an adult, one of the things that happened was really shook me to my core, made me really question who I am. And the thing that I did, I turned to study. I began to read God's word and I began to read not only God's word, but I began to read other books. I I wanted information. I wanted to, to find out more information about what's going on. And by reading and and, and investing my time academically, it was a blessing to me that helped me in pursuing my purpose. But it was that traumatic event that caused me to even question my, my who I am, to question my identity. That caused me to read and to study and to understand more of God's word, but also other work books that I began to read and understand and appreciate and get a better understanding of who I am. I pursued that through reading and through education. And some of you, and in, in the place where your event has happened, maybe that pushes you towards that direction. Maybe it causes you to read more. Maybe it causes you to question and investigate more. It may, not cause, it may, may lead you to go into school, to pursue another degree, to, to pursue another qualification, to, to be certified uh, in a certain skill or a certain trade. Maybe that traumatic event is not meant for your destination or your harm or you're in, but maybe God is using it as a motivation to push you to do something even greater. Maybe God's trying to pull something greater out of you that he knows is in you. And who better than to know what is in you than God himself because he put it in there, so he knows how much you have. Maybe you have experienced a death, maybe you experienced a tragedy, but in this moment, what is God desiring from me? Maybe he's trying to pull something else out of me. For those, and for those who are Christians, I often say that maybe this traumatic incident is God's desire to pull your testimony out of you so that you can be a blessing and a help to even more people. Just because you've been through something doesn't mean it's your end doesn't mean it's meant for your hurt. Remember when Jesus confronted the man, I believe he, the blind man and the, the disciples asked, they said, was did this man sin or, did, or was it his parents? And and, and and Christ said it was not for that, but it was so that God might get the glory out of his life. Maybe God is trying to get the glory out of your life by inspiring you to share your testimony with somebody else. And by sharing your testimony, that does not always mean that you're standing up in some type of church gathering doing that. That might be sharing your testimony with your neighbor. Maybe somebody at work needs the inspiration that you have from your own personal testimony. And when they hear that testimony, that will inspire them to know that they can go through, that they can overcome, that they're not stuck in their situation. Maybe your words will even be like the clarion words of David that tells us the yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I can fear no evil because thou art with me. They might need to hear that somebody else has been exactly where they are and that they have come out. And not only have they come out, they've come out victorious, they've come out smiling, they've come out with their joy, and they've come out with a testimony. Maybe that incident, maybe that event is for the purpose of sharing and being a blessing to somebody else. Maybe somebody else needs to hear your voice. And it's that very experience that God is using to pull something greater out of you. Some of you right now, it may be because you're stagnant. Maybe you've lost your job because God has something greater for you. Maybe you've lost your job because you were too comfortable where you are and you were beginning to settle. And God is saying, I have something greater for you. I have something more inspiring for you, something, a a job that you will actually like coming to a job that will actually bring you joy and some satisfaction. Don't just settle in that moment. Some of us, we we take so much pity on our circumstances. We don't take a moment to see whether God's trying to tell us something. Maybe God's trying to put us in the same posture as he did the prophet here, Isaiah. Maybe you lost your job because God needs you to hear his voice. Maybe you've experienced tragedy in your life, but in the middle of that tragedy, God wants you to open your ears and hear his voice. Maybe you've been laid off. Maybe you're having problems in the home with your marriage. Maybe you're having personal problems where you're dealing with addiction or maybe you have bad habits that you're trying to pull yourself out of. But you feel that you are stuck there. I don't know what that situation, that emotional situation in your life right now that is triggering you. But don't think this of this triggering as a negative situation. Don't even necessarily think that it is an an item, that it is a vehicle of the devil. It might not be an instrument of the devil, but it may be an instrumentality of God himself. Maybe he's using this moment. Maybe he's using using this setback. Maybe he's using this triggered moment, this, this emotional moment, this, this, this feeling of loss, this feeling of tragedy as a moment where you will take time to stop. You will pray. And not only will you pray and ask of God, but you'll do like the prophet Isaiah did here. You'll open your ears. Maybe for the first time in your life, God's trying to allow something to happen in your life so that you'll be willing to hear his voice. And when he asks of you, who shall I send? Who will go for me? Maybe you're finally in a posture in your life where you will respond to him like Isaiah did. Lord, despite what I've gone through, despite what I'm suffering and despite what I'm dealing with right now, I understand that I am your child that I'm on assignment for you and Lord, whatever you ask me to do, here am I Lord send me. I desire that we all be in that posture that we consistently be in that posture to be first, have our ears open, attentive to what God's trying to say and always have a willing spirit. Then when God tells us to go, we'll respond, Lord, please. Send me. May I pray with you, Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few moments that we've had to share your word with your people. Lord, instruct us and lead us and guide us in this way, Lord, even when we feel like our circumstances are too much. Even when it seems like we're being troubled and on trial for the wrong reason, it seems like the wrong emotions are being triggered in our spirit, that our environment seems all wrong and it seems toxic and bad for us. But in this moment, Lord, let our hearts and our minds and our spirit be open to only you. Let our ears be attentive to your word and to your voice, so that when you call on us, we will hear you. And not only will we have the hearing, Not only will we have a posture of hearing, but also, Lord, let us have a spirit of willingness to follow your word, to be to be receptive to your instruction, to listen to what you have to say and be willing to go when you tell us to go. And Lord, we know when we go, when you tell us to go, you will bless us along the path. You will inspire us along the way. You will equip us with everything we need. And Lord, we know because of this, all things will work together for the good of us who love the Lord and who are the called according to your purpose. And we praise God for all of these things in advance. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. I pray that you've been encouraged and inspired by the words that you heard on tonight from God's word. I pray that it will equip you to be receptive to God's voice, that you'll be willing and receptive to what he has to say to us. And not only that, when he calls you that you'll have that same spirit as the prophet and say, Lord, here am I, send me, God bless you. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Give Giveify, download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, Just look for Bright Temple in the 2 line. And in the 4 line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.